fishing. I am bone rise up, ting ting like glittering gold. I got fire in my soul, rise up, ting ting like glitter. <laughs> Who does that now? Uh, Barnes Courtney. Barnes. You don't hear that too often. First name Barnes. No. Last name don't. Courtney. No. And uh, you mentioned earlier how you, it's hard to trust men with, uh, not men, just people with two first names. Yeah, never, never, never really do. Yeah. Some, sometimes you get close, but there's always like, what are you really hiding? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, we are here to uh, review uh, uh, a good round here. Uh, we have uh, that music there featured in The Founder. Starring yes. one Michael Keaton. Uh, and uh, Mr. Offerman. Yes. Uh, a couple other folks. His friends call him Nick. The the guy from uh, The Office. Yeah, you might recognize him no, Parks and Rec. That's right. Yeah, you might recognize him more so as Ron Swanson. No, no, the other guy from The Office. The oh, one. B.J. Novak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. him from The Office as well. Uh, that voice over there is not B.J. Novak. That happens to belong I to J-Rod. <laughs> I would be a lot richer. <clears throat> well, perhaps. Um, well, we don't most know. definitely. We don't know B.J. Novak's net worth. I but, know uh, he was on a syndicated TV show on a major <laughs> network. I, I s- know what numbers he was pulling. Okay, I'd, minimum. I'd say that I could wager he's doing a spot better than us perhaps it's uh, a fair piece yeah <laughs> but uh anyways yeah we are going to be reviewing the founder tonight which that song you heard just there uh is from not from the upcoming gold movie with matthew mcconaughey which looks like uh i, mean, I don't know what that looks like he's touching a tiger he's sweating to death uh, touching a tiger. yeah like uh you know i i, I don't know what's I don't going know. on i was there. excited when i saw it and then i was like oh no that comes out in like two weeks and i never heard of it before yeah and, and then it got and, delayed and then it got delayed and then it got delayed again yeah and then and then it's not looking too good but no. um I, you know what are you gonna do comes out this week we'll see we'll yeah, see it does. yeah uh this week though the founder also uh martin scorsese's uh new film that he spent uh, a long chunk of time getting made i'll tell you how long in our film silence uh and i and i don't mean uh all of you i mean the name of the film is silence and uh let's just say you better set aside some time and uh it's a, a, an undertaking 
uh, to say the least. And I love Martin Scorsese. He is my favorite director uh, of all time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, that one uh, I, I uh, was uh, excited to see. And it's then good also, pick. yeah, it's a good pick. And then also uh, the uh, horror explosion. Would really. you call me? Yeah, uh, twice on Sunday, um, even. Uh, but uh, it made a lot of money this weekend. Took the number one spot. Eminite uh, Shyamalan and his uh, horror film uh, Split, featuring the many talents of Mr. James McAvoy. Yeah, the visit um, wasn't a huge hit. It's I liked before it, this, but yeah, but it was well received. Yeah, and so I think they got people pumped for this one, and they like the McAvoy. He also did the uh, the the. Uh, the Wayward Pines first season, yeah, yeah. which was really good. Uh, McAvoy, though, boy, did he have a lot to work with there. And we'll get into what he did. Uh, but uh, 24 different distinct personalities. Uh, Got to catch uh, them all. You know. So we'll talk a little bit about that, too, uh, coming up. Plus, uh, I'm going to review uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia this week's episode, as I always review It's Always Sunny. We're going to talk a little bit about the batshit crazy stuff that goes on in the Church of Scientology. Uh, and what it has, Still? Okay, and, cool. and what it has relevant to do to television. Oh, yeah. Uh, in our television time, we got a couple of trailers for you, and a very little bit of news. But it will probably be a bit of a shorter show because we did one on Tuesday. But uh, we're going to get back to the old formula. Now, I've noticed uh, during the introduction here, since we moved into our little podcast studio, that the cat. Nemesis cat likes running in the whole circle. She'll go up. She'll hide behind the boxes in like her little fort. Mm-hmm. It has a flag. I like the flag. Yep. Uh, and then she'll jump around, jump over a thing, cruise around. Usually get let out up. Is it? Is it? An, then, uh, I can't see because the door is blocking my vision. So is it an American flag? Is it a pirate flag? It looks American. It is a Cubs flag. United Arab Emirates. No. 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 Just Cubs. Oh, okay. Uh, so it looks American. But, oh, good. Uh, it does red, white, and blue. Then. Yeah. yeah so, but yeah, uh, so anyways, uh, always at the top of each show, um, we just like to uh, welcome any new listeners who might have found us, and any old listeners who may have returned, thanks for coming back, we certainly appreciate you stopping by, I'm going to lump you all together, give you a nice big air high five. Ah! All right, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and say that uh, there's not a lot been going on in the world of uh, Dobby's, he's been enjoying himself. Oh, that's good. He's been uh, enjoying the podcast. He hangs out under the, the table, or as South Park calls it, le table. Le singe uh, ou le table. That's right. Uh, he'll be, uh, he likes singe, to chill out. I guess. Singe. Yeah. Uh, un le table. Uh, he hangs out under there, usually chews a bone or uh, some yeah. sort of uh, treat of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's enjoying the show. So, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's he's, been, good. he's been living the life. Uh, he, he sees the cat, and he's like, this is my territory now. <laughs> yeah. And so now they're going to squabble I have, a bit. I have a treat, motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, now they're going to squabble a bit. Oh, and, no, I see what's on, going on. on. He, he actually sees that the cat has might have found something. And oh, he, and he wants in on it. Yeah. He's, he's like, wait good. a minute. Anything found in the podcast room? Yeah. Uh, I have dibs on. Might this be better than what I have over here, perhaps? <laughs> Let me go see first before I commit. Yes, yes. let me investigate, because I clearly would... I have dibs. <laughs> yeah. And you do not. Uh, this is good news. Um, is it related to our film? But uh, let's just say that M. Night Shyamalanian, as uh, he will be talked about in our movie uh, review, mm. 
uh, is decided he is all in on making an unbreakable sequel. Oh. Yes. Now, uh, if you don't know, uh, J-Rod knows, but if you don't know, uh, that's uh, the last time he made uh, a real quality film in his early days. Um, I, I didn't mind the signs, but many did. Uh, and then mm-hmm. after that, it, mm-hmm. it went uh, really bad for a while. But Unbreakable, a lot of people didn't like, but I loved. And it, I found it has its own little section of people who enjoy it. Yeah, I really liked, uh, I forget what the fuck, it, it's got uh, Paul Giamatti in it, The Lady in the Water or something like that. Oh, yeah, see, I, that's the one I never saw. It has the Bryce Dallas Howard. Kind of. Yeah, well, she's listed in the credits. She is, yes. She, for she may be the lady. In the water. She might be. So uh, look out. She might only be in water form. So <laughs> <laughs> you only get half your your quote. No, when, yeah, when, she when is. In, she's good. Um, but no, she, she's just not a, nearly as much as Paul Giamatti. Well, um, she has recently said that she is not going to be running around Jurassic World 2 in heels as much. Apparently that oh, was a I'm thing that good. people complained about. I was so worried about that. Yeah, I didn't realize that people had even complained about that. Nor did I give a, a thing. fuck the other direction. Yeah, so. uh, but I guess uh, that's a thing. Yeah. So uh, rest easy now. No, I mean, I guess I understand her plight because, you know, as an actress, you get told that you have to wear certain shoes a lot. And, you know, you you, you want to make sure that the wardrobe you wear, you can do your work in. Sure. That's important. Can't be running about in those things. No, you could hurt yourself. Oh, I can't or, even imagine. Or those poor dinosaurs. Yeah, look out for the dinosaurs. Yeah. There was a special group of people that uh, thought uh, <laughs> uh, when the... <laughs> Uh, I for, what was it? Uh, uh, it was when Spielberg took the picture next to the dying Triceratops in the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, wasn't the, it? yeah, they're like he's killing these these poor dinosaurs, and it's like, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> My personal favorite is the one that happened somewhat recently in the last couple of years. Um, this guy put a piece of ham on his dog's face. Oh, yeah, ham said, dog? <laughs> yeah, and said, please help this dog who's been horribly burned and all this stuff. And I think he actually might have raised some money or yeah, something. We, oh, no, it was likes and shares, you know. Yeah, we, well, we covered ham dog. We did. Yeah, uh, hashtag ham dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about that, though? Uh, that was a thing, and it came back. Yeah. Yeah, ham dog. If you don't know what you're talking about with ham dog, check that out. <laughs> That's a real thing. And it's just like the guy that got ten thousand fucking dollars to make some potato salad. That's right. Uh, you say what? Well, kind of. It was something like one like equals one prayer, or sh- one share equals like ten prayers, or something. And like and to be fair, it wasn't any potato salad. It was the world's greatest. That's true. Potato That's salad. Also so it's true. not like you could just make a batch and be like, "Well, I've done it." No, you get one shot. It's like that scene from Elf, World's Best Cup of Coffee. Congratulations, you've done it! <laughs> huh? World's Best Cup of Coffee! <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. That uh, is better than when he chugs the whole two liter of Coke. Though. Yeah, and oh. then he burps. Did you hear that? <laughs> it was only about two minutes long. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and switch it on over into our new section. I don't have a lot to talk about. Uh, and then we're going to talk about a couple of trailers, a couple of TV shows, and our three movies of the evening, and we're going to start, not now, but now. (laughs) 
Sorry, I cleared my throat. How dare you? What? I expect you to be perfect. What do you think you are, human? Well, I am flawed tonight, as my Steelers were uh, defeated. Everybody get flawed tonight. Clearly, uh, by cheating the other team. The other team cheated heavily to win. Yeah, Uh, one of the journalists I follow apparently is a Steelers fan, because... Yes. Uh, and I quote, I am so frustrated by the terrible coaching by the Steelers. Oh, and another one just pops up just now. Um, I don't know why every team doesn't watch Giants film and go from there. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Because uh, let's just say that my beloved Steelers did not play well. Um, uh, or at all, really. But uh, what we thought would be a great day of crazy back-and-forth football ended up in two beatdowns of two teams that weren't really expected to get beat down. So uh, that being said, the uh, Patriots did not cheat during the game. Did the Steelers coaching staff watch zero hours of tape on Brady? Question mark. Well, that's a good question Mm. because he kind of lit them up. Uh, Sorry, they just keep rolling in. Oh, well, there's a lot of them. (laughs) <laughs> uh, because and it, it's the same way for the Packers and and the Cowboys the week before the teams that weren't not necessarily supposed to lose but weren't supposed to get blute the fuck out um, like the Packers and mm-hmm. the Steelers mm-hmm. they they got smoked uh, by the that the opposing happen. teams and it, it does. does. Um, That's why it's a game. Yeah, uh, it just so happens one of them is my favorite team and one of them I do not like. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but I knew after the first quarter, I'm like, this is not going you well. Like screaming, check the footballs. No, I just, I, for the first quarter, I was angry and like getting into it. And then after the first quarter, I'm like, this is not going to go well. And I just knew, I just knew, uh, the best player got hurt. Le'Veon Bell, uh, he got mm. hurt and, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was tough. So I gave up on it, and uh, I didn't give up. I watched and hoped, but I knew. I didn't get overly angry, you know what I mean? I wasn't, like, flipping my table over or nothing. Gotta flip the bitch. You know, like, last week was a lot more intense because I actually didn't expect them to win last week. Oh. Because of the match. I was like, this is very tough. And um, they did, and it was really close. And I was like, well, they can pull that off. Then they can go in there and they can just get these guys, and they did not get those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they they did not get those guys. I uh, will get the guys. <laughs> you will never get this. You will never get this, except for one time uh, he got this. <laughs> My brother Bilos, uh, uh at and the uh, cultural misunderstandings of Kazakhstan or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. or making for glorious nations of Kazakhstan or something with its ridiculous title, which I love. I still quote that movie more than I ever should because it makes how, me yeah, laugh. I mean, seriously, how long has it been since you've seen it? I, I watched I Dude, I watched it not even a month ago. Oh, all right. I, I see it often because if it's on HBO, oh, sure. I'm going to laugh if I watch it. It's only an hour and 26 minutes of pure hilarity. Oh, yeah, speaking of HBO, have you seen the new uh, commercial for John Oliver? Yes, I oh, have it in my notes. Uh, yeah. Since you brought it up, let's just go ahead and segue right on into that. John Oliver put out his new commercial. He's coming back February 12th. 
he put out a commercial where he's basically kind of going through all of the uh, the the shows that are yeah, going on. Yeah, they're like, on. the most anticipated show is returning. Yeah. And it's Larry David. Yeah, and, well, it's that they have a separate lead-up for certain ones, and one of them's the Game of Thrones, one yep. of them's for uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, one mm-hmm. of them's for... Uh, and yeah, it sits on the Iron Throne and stuff like that. And it's like, you've been waiting forever, and it's it's... John Oliver, but it shows Larry David. You're like, oh, I get what you're doing. It's very clever, mm-hmm. uh, as is John Oliver. Uh, and he comes back. Also, little show people might know called The Walking Dead. Yeah. Guess what? They are going to. I don't kind of. I don't like this, but whatever. Uh, they're giving in to the demands of the people, and they are toning down their violence because of the fans backlash of the last season and Negan and all that. And I like, think that's uh, the wrong move, and here's I, why. I, I think it's absolutely the wrong move. Uh, I think the people complaining about the violence has nothing to do with the actual violence. I think it has to do with the lack of an actual story on the other end. Yeah. Because that show's been fucking violent forever, and no it one's has. cared. Nobody's cared at all. Because the story's been good, and yep. it was worth it. Yep. And they were willing to, like, you know, balance it out that way. This is the start of the end of The Walking Dead. Yeah. So if they're going to start caving into the demands like that, I just don't think it's smart. But I'm not in charge. I'm not so, so worried, much worried about the actual caving into the demands as I am the not actually diagnosing the problem accurately. Well, they're 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 caving into demands that are unfounded. Right. That's that's the issue there. They mm-hmm. they just need to be like, hey. We have our issues. We'll fix the story. It's on us. Mm-hmm. They won't do that. No. They're, they're like, our story's great. What are you talking about? Everybody's back together now. Well, yeah, yeah but you wasted eight weeks of our time. I don't know why people are so mad about this brutality. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, um, yeah, so they're toning it down. Um, so, whatever you think of that. Heath Ledger <laughs> uh, has uh, been gone now from us from nine years this very day. Today being the... Uh, what is today? The 20th? 20th? Mm-hmm. That can't be the 20th. Is it? No, it's the uh, 20 22nd. 22nd, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it was nine years ago uh, this day. So how about that? That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Time flies, man. Yeah. Yeah, that means the Dark Knight is pretty old, too. It means it's a little more, a little less than nine. Yeah, well, and technically a little more because it was shooting and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, because it's, yeah. So anyways, uh, I don't know if he's my favorite Joker, but I like him a lot. If I was to be, if somebody was hard-pressed and like, hey, you need to tell me what your favorite Joker is right now, I would be like, Mark Hamill, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really like Heath Ledger a lot. I really like Jack Nicholson a lot. I really like Mark Hamill a lot mm-hmm. so i'd be like i like them all you know yeah. but uh when hard pressed i'd probably go with mark hamill even though if they made me choose a movie one it'd be tougher that would be i'd probably go with jack yeah that's what i would do too um which is also a nice little uh segue into our next little section oh all right mm-hmm. uh-huh you ever heard of a uh, actor named jack nicholson no he is a guy that uh, was in movies for a long time and uh, now he's done. The, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. Done with Hollywood is, I believe, the actual quote. Retiring. 
from Hollywood. From Hollywood, yes. Uh, we, of course, know who Jack Nicholson is uh, as we are uh, uh, just joshing you. Uh, he's, in my opinion... My name is not Josh. I think it says he says you. I do. Um, yeah. I think that Jack Nicholson represents the last of the true, true breed mega movie star, like a movie star from the studio system movie star, like a like a Humphrey Bogart level movie star, digital era. Yeah, like a a, 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 a what's whatever's higher than legend. Is where dude is at. I it's like, yeah, it's like where Sinatra's at with his craft. What That's where. That, let, what story became legend and then legend faded into myth? Yeah, well, he's not a myth yet, but uh, he is the last of the decadent actor era. Actors yeah. are different now. Actors do things different now. And the way that Jack does it is kind of almost extinct. He can still pull it off because he's badass. But they don't do it like that anymore. Yeah, he also has something. Like, he has... Because he does go back this far. Of course, it wasn't his (coughs) quote-unquote prime, if you will. But um, he has that kind of Rat Pack quality to him. um, Where he's, you know, he's an old, good old man. He does what he wants and fuck you. And if you don't like it, then fuck off. 58 was his first movie, I believe. (coughs) The the, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not with Steve Martin. And Rick Moranis, right? <laughs> the uh, the old one, fifty eight or fifty nine musical, um, yeah. and then uh, he's been in Hollywood for sixty years. Now that's not uh, a drop in the bucket there. No. If you can span a six decade career in Hollywood, you're pretty special. Uh, yeah. And it's not like he couldn't span it longer. He's like, I- I'm good. He's like eighty now. You know, yeah, not, not quite. He's seventy, seventy, high seventies. Yeah, I don't think he's done working, I, but I do think he's not going to, I think if it's at all possible, he's going to give less of a shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, if it is possible, because, yeah. yeah he he probably really... looks around and thinks, well, I've, I've got enough that I don't need to put myself through any more bullshit, so. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, but if if it is the the last huzzah or hurrah for uh, for Jack, uh, Happy Trails is he is my yeah. favorite actor of all time. He is uh, he's my dude. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've always I've always loved Jack. I uh, have a lot of his movies. I watch them often. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's one of the best there is, if not the best there is. Although I believe that is Daniel Day Lewis. Fun fact for you all. So me, Tommy. Yes. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis and uh, Jack Nicholson are the only two people ever to win three Oscars. Um, three Best Actor Oscars for Daniel Day-Lewis and two Best Actors and a Best Supporting for Jack. Other people, many people, not many, but ten or so people have won two. Mm-hmm. But uh, only two people have won three. So there you are. That's a, that's a good uh, uh, you know trivia night at the bar. Fact. Yeah, yeah. Name one of the. That's the final question. Yeah. yeah. Name one of the two actors. Yeah, and I believe or two human beings. Yeah. And I believe the movies are best supporting terms of endearment, best actor, uh, as good as it gets, best actor, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, mm. and then. Um, Wait a minute, no. I think uh, as good as, as, good as, good as it gets. gets. With supporting, right? 
No, that's best actor. Mm. As good as it gets. And then one flew of his cuckoo's nest. And then, uh, on the, uh, other, who's the other, uh, Daniel Day Lewis is in the name of the father, my left shoe. And then, of course, Lincoln. Yes. So, yeah. He pretty good. Or yeah. no, there will be, was it there will be blood? I know that movie one. I don't know if he did, but he probably did because he's fucking Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I should pull it up sometime in the future. Um, yeah, we'll get back to you next week, folks. <laughs> uh, let's see. What did I write here? House of Cards. This kind of, I was like, huh? Yeah, Because yeah. I was excited for two things this month coming up in February. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, February. It's kind of the, the lull of the year. There's not a lot going on in February. But you get uh, two things I know for certain about February is that you get Better Call Saul and you get House of Cards in oh, February. No, you don't. And you get Groundhog's Day, but I'd rather have House of Cards and I'd rather have Better Call Saul. Yeah. Better Call Saul coming back in April. House of Cards coming back in May. What the fuck? Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. And a bunch of other shows coming back in 2018, like Atlanta. I'm not yeah. going to see another episode of Atlanta until 2018 because yeah. he's doing the, the Han Solo movie. That's awesome. That is awesome, but bummer because damn, you know? I mean, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Um, it's just the new way TV is made. We're all going to have to get used to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's true. Let me ask you this, because um, I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe you'll know the legalities. I want to know the legalities of something because oh, geez, I'm not prepared. Okay, let's do this. Um, Where's uh, the coffee? We're not getting. Yeah, we're not getting into a whole thing. Uh, yesterday there was a big uh, anti-presidential march of uh, oh the of, women's march and other things. Yes, of uh, of the women's march and other things. And um, I guess the the question that mm. I have is while. Um, you can protest in peaceful ways. It is your constitutional right. This has nothing to do with the protest whatsoever. Mm. Uh, Madonna was at the protest and was very fired up. Yeah. Um, uh, as, you know. Like uh, literally like the Buddhist guy in Tiananmen no, Square no, that, that set himself on fire? Because that would be bad. Because there's a lot of people that probably would have spread. <laughs> it wouldn't have been good. Only if you get the gas fire erupts at well. the women's Maybe march. It was, it was I don't a know. horrible scene. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be not good. Didn't but smell good. That's no, she sure. she said on a microphone that I've thought many times about blowing up the White House. Is that uh, is that fall under the the threat or the freedom of speech area? I know. Whoa, big time uh, debate no, on a small time. Uh, movie review it here. It does but, fall uh, under the threat because you're talking about an act of violence against the White House. However, you're not likely to get arrested for it, but someone will knock on your door. That's what I was wondering. I was going to yeah. say, so is she going to catch a mm-hmm. knock on the door from someone from the Secret Service saying, hey, you know you can't say that on the microphones anymore. Yeah, and it will, it will be the Secret Service. Yeah. Um, specifically. Who does that? They're the ones that handle all... Yeah, all um, matters of presidential threat Yeah, uh, go through the Secret Service. They so, might delineate it to someone else if they think, say, this person is a terrorist and the FBI might have a file on him, for example. So I want to ask you this, uh, knowing that there is no right or wrong answer. It, is she right to use that kind of language at a, at a rally for to rile the troops? Or not rile, but uh, roust, uh, whatever it is I'm looking for. Well, I mean... Um, Knowingly 
knowing you probably Personally, can't say that. No, no, I don't think you should. Um, it's tough, isn't it? No, it's not. I'm trying to figure out how to say what I want to say without, you know, saying a whole bunch of things I don't want to say. Yeah, no, no. It's but just one I of think those in the end, uh, you can't you can't say things that incite violence. That's where I was going with it all. It, yeah, it, even if you don't mean it that way, someone else could take it literally, or you know, they're mentally unstable. That happens yeah. not a lot, but All frequently. Is, uh, just to in, just to plant a little inception, and uh, yeah, I mean, think of what people uh, have like. People have shot presidents for actresses. Um, what would they do for singers and dancers who have been cultural icons for thirty years now? Yeah. Um, so you know, um, it, the, there's. Uh, a lot of a lot of instances of that throughout the media, and uh, I don't agree with any of them on, on in any side. Yeah, I just uh, I just thought that was a bit over the line. Now, if you know, was it caught on a mic or was she yeah. like screaming no, it, it to a, the crowd? It was a microphone uh, during her moment of performance. You know, I thought you know, rah, rah, in, in a little. Speech. Oh, she was like talking then, to yeah, the crowd. Yeah, an impassioned speech. Oh, okay, no, then that's no. It kind of seemed a bit wrong. Um, not not knowing the situation as it is, I mean, I'm not a political person, but I can see a couple of things that I feel are over the line. Smokey, you are over the line. Yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, I also think that falls under the category of. This dude might be a shitball, like, in a whole bunch of different things, and I really didn't think it was cool that he came out and kind of, like, lied, and then, like, the dude that's, like, not supposed to lie came out and lied. Like, that's kind of a big deal, but I'm not going to get into that whole thing. The press secretary, they they lied about the the minuscule things, but the fact that they're out there saying lies, and then they come out with the things saying, well, not lies, they're alternate facts. A little yep. weird, but that's oh, neither. You didn't know that. It's and, neither and I'm not making there, a joke. This is literal. They said that the that we live in a post fact era. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you thought I was making a joke. Uh, yeah. I, I was not. Yeah. Um, that is real. And again, that's not a political statement. It just falls under the what? Uh, but uh, there was also on SNL, particularly fiery SNL uh, that was on last night. Mm. I don't think it's right. Uh, I think that the the kid that's ten years old, uh, what's his name, Baron, Barone, yeah. mm-hmm. something, Baron. I think he should probably be left out of things. Uh, I think it's kind of off limits. He should. I think the other ones put themselves out there, like so they, you know, they're in the public eye. So it's they're like, adults, you know, they and can, they do yes put themselves out. There. So if if somebody they're involved wants to, in the politics, if literally, some, yeah, if somebody wants to, you know, make a joke at their expense, but to do it for a young a young. Uh, Son, I don't think mm. it's very. I think it's a bit over the line. I didn't see any of that. So. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't much, but it was n- noticed. And you know, everything now is a thing now. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, everything, yeah, but everything now is is yeah more than just something. <laughs> yeah, you it know. is, isn't it? it really isn't it is. weird how quickly that all happens? Yeah, it's it really is. And, and again, I wish I was joking with that, but I'm not. And, uh, yeah, and so, I mean, oftentimes in a Formula Egg show, I just like to stop and get the, uh, uh, just, uh, uh, I guess, opinion of another person, because I thought it was a little a little over the line, mm. you know? I didn't think you could say things like that. Um, well, you can. I mean, it is protected no, 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 speech. No, 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 I'm because... talking about the... Uh, oh, the, about this kid? Yeah. No, 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 about the uh, the, the White House. The... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
um, Madonna. Yeah, but you can't <clears throat> say that, though, can you? But I mean, yes, you can. I mean, the, the freedom to say it, but without consequence, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's a matter of scale, too. What is the consequence? Are you going to get thrown in the gulag for the oh, rest I of your life? Or so. is the Secret Service going to knock on your door and go, really? Yeah, I think it's more of a. Ad- I'm sure ad- I've told my. Admonishment. The Secret Service story my buddy had about when he was doing lighting for an arena where the president came. President Obama? No, no, it was, uh, gee, it must have been, it was either Reagan or Carter, I guess. Oh, my. Okay, so um, a ways back. Yeah, but they just got the new laser sights for the spotlights in the, in the I mean, we're talking a giant fucking arena, right? Uh-huh. And so they turn on <laughs> the laser lights, and you can't see them on TV, that's why they got them, but you can see them in real life, and so there's a little green dot on the president's chest right Ooh, here. Yeah. <laughs> And mm. about two minutes later, their fucking door got kicked in, and they both uh-huh. got tackled. Oh, man. Uh, and they figured out what was going on, but apparently one of the spot guys, I think there were three of them, uh, one of them had a bag of weed on him. Look out. Yeah. Uh, and everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, the president was on the prem, like, in the building. What are you doing? Anyway. And so basically, they did... Uh, oh, you just uh, we won't say anything about this, and you get to go home, right? Oh, oh boy! Yep, yep, yes, sir. Yeah, you, you, uh, nothing happened here. <laughs> okay, so while we're talking about things shady, uh, oh yeah, let's keep going. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, J Rod's getting excited, folks. Um, I'm I was never much into this because I don't like movies that mm. are. I don't know, purposefully sad. I don't know if it's going to be purposefully sad. But there's a movie called A Dog's Purpose, and um, it's about a dog that gets reincarnated. I don't like movies that are purposely hokey. And hokey <laughs> hokey specifically to manipulate one's emotions, yeah. um, which is what this movie, from the bits of previews I saw, inevitably, certainly is is aiming to be. Yeah. And if it's not aiming mm-hmm. for, it has gotten there without trying. Pretty great. Because... Uh, I see the I see the trailer and I can't roll my eyes any harder. <laughs> and I love animals. I love them, but I don't want to. I just don't want to see that. Yeah. Uh, I can understand mm-hmm. there's probably an audience for it. It's not for me, so you won't hear it reviewed on this show. Before there was controversy, and then there was some stuff come up this week. There yeah. was a video uh, that TMZ got a hold of that showed uh, what appeared to be the dog that was shooting a water scene. Uh, and the dog was terrified. Um, in one of the videos, is the the dog got pulled under the water, and they left the turbines running, and the dog got pulled under the current, and the person had to jump in, pull the dog out. The dog was fucking freaked. Yeah, um, that's all true, but it does happen uh, very quickly, and they save the dog almost immediately. Well, that so. was my next thing, yeah. is the video that was put out was clear it was a clear cut in the video uh-huh. and apparently the cut was of 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 days apart yeah. so mm-hmm. um while the incident is not cool at all um it, it should have never got out I, I think it was more of a something got fucked up somebody came in did what they needed to do and it looked real bad on video uh-huh. and uh i think when that happens and gets out um it can be a real thing 
and it it was for this movie uh it got delayed a week i think and uh, it's being looked into by PETA. Yeah, okay, first off, fuck PETA. Yeah, okay. the bit of a bully organization there in Yeah, PETA. don't get me wrong, I I uh, have all the empathy in the world for dogs and dog owners no, I, and stuff. No, I love animals, but I don't necessarily always like the way that PETA goes PETA about their business. is the first to jump on a bandwagon, is my point with that statement. Yeah. Um, they and do good things, they do bad things, like almost everything else on this planet. Yeah. Um... I saw the clip. Here's the thing. The trainer was there with the dog. He put the dog's feet in the water to get it used to the water. And then he put a little more of the dog in the water. And he was doing everything he could. You have to get the shot. The problem is with the studio. They should have had like 12 dogs there that day Mm -hmm. ready to fucking go. Yeah. And you can do whatever you have to do with CGI to make it work, but one of those dogs has got to be ready to go. You can't guarantee it was a small kind of, like, pool that they created a current in with, like, five, like, regular outboard motors Motors. from a boat, Mm -hmm. all right? So there's noise, there's water churning. The handler, he might not be the owner, but the trainer handler guy, mm-hmm. uh, was we- like wearing a weird green rain suit so they could CGI him out yeah. uh, later. So the dog is freaked out. You know, you just got to be prepared. You're making a movie about animals. You, you got to be prepared. It's true. Uh, and I wonder, I think they're going to end up probably catching a fine over this footage. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, and it just makes me wonder: uh, Is everything always up to snuff with the uh, with the the animal featured uh, movies? Yeah, or, or I don't think this. I think this is being blown out of proportion a little bit. Um, I would the, tend the to point, agree. The points you pointed out earlier, like seriously, when you watch the video, if it's not put in a context for you, most people are going to go. Yeah, the the dog went underwater, but they immediately, like, immediately shut it off. Two people jump in the water and pull the dog out immediately. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad happened. Everything happened the way it's supposed to when something bad happens. Things happen, too, uh, that people don't seem to take into, um, I don't know, uh, consideration. Yeah, consideration. you know, some actors do their own stunts, and it doesn't always go swimmingly. Um, yeah. Now, they have their own mind or willpower to choose it. But these are movie dogs. They're working dogs. Mm-hmm. There has to be known a bit of inherent risk. There's not going to be a, a, a be-all, end-all of, hey, we're going to work with your dog, and we can 1,010% guarantee you that nothing's ever going to scare your dog. I, I don't uh, think it's the because people... Because they can't do that. Um, yeah, I don't well, think it's the people who own the dog that have the problem, is it? No. Uh, well, I mean, who knows? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, the... I guess I haven't heard anything about that. I think it's yeah, public outrage. It, it is. It's more of the public saw a video. TMZ kind of skewed it a certain way or whatever. But yeah. just like humans, there's going to be a bit... Of, there's always an, a, going to be a bit of error, and it's really more about the response uh, I'd be to interested the to error. know if it's a uniquely American thing, too, the way we... I don't know that this is as true as I mean as it sounds coming out of my mouth, but the way we value uh, a dogs in particularly, but animals' lives over people. It seems most to be more so. Yeah, I was going to say it seems to be more. But I wonder so if that's people. a uniquely American trait, yeah, or if know. that's a human thing that we have. I don't know. There's yeah. definitely more empathy. That's it. Seems to be that's for sure. Yeah. 
So uh, you can see the video. You can check it out for yourself. It's not going to derail the movie, but you're not going to hear it on here. But it's not because of that. It's just because I am not particularly a prone to uh, enjoying these type of films. Yeah. Also, the guy who's filming the video, because it's some dude on his camera. I don't know why they allowed that to happen. But uh, the dude who's filming it isn't doing the video any justice. Like, oh, the dog doesn't want to go in there. Oh, he's going to put him in anyway. Yeah. That's what's happening here. Yeah, let me tell you, folks. Uh, yeah, no, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. It it definitely seems like it's skewed to manipulate uh, the or invoke the wrong emotions. Uh, but however, um, I will fully agree that the dog didn't want to fucking go in the water. You, no, you're not going to get the shot anyway. No, w- get a different dog. Have one on on yeah, ready. The best case scenario is you don't get the shot. The worst case scenario is the dog panics in the water where there's five outboard motors churning water yes uh, so yeah. So, yeah have have other dogs ready to go ultimately in the end i do think it will affect its box office and i think it will affect uh its length of run and i do think it'll catch a fine yeah and that's the sad thing because all people will be like oh i, I remember that thing where they mistreated yeah, that dog that, that one time abuse that dog yeah. and it's not really that yeah. uh but it's gonna be labeled that i mean it's a little bit that but it is, it's, it's not it's that not. yeah yeah, no, it's it's that with with a hair of that, mm-hmm. a twinge of uh, dash. yeah, an air of <laughs> yeah. weirdness to it, but uh, more it's it, what it really is is like, come on, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I think it's going to have a realistic effect, yeah. as um, you know, many of our I like to I think and I don't I I I've, I'm not the one that coins I think it's a coined phrase though Facebook news where you just mm-hmm. see a picture you see a headline and you share the shit you oh it's ham dog it. it's totally ham dog. Totally ham dog. Hashtag yeah. ham dog. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> get on that ham dog. You'll see. He'll be like, it is a dog with ham on its face. <laughs> yeah. How is he being so good as to not eat the ham that's on his face? Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm ham dog. It's supposed to be leather face, but it's ham dog. To be or not to be ham dog. Yes. Uh so, anyways, uh, that's going to bring me up to, uh, I believe, my last bit of business here, and that is uh, there's been another uh, death in Hollywood. Uh, not a not a huge name, but a damn fine character actor. His name was uh, Miguel Ferrer, mm-hmm. and uh, he was uh, cousin to George Clooney. Uh, Rosemary Clooney was his mother, um, which was uh, a thing. She was, she was very, a jazz she singer. She was very famous back in what, the 40s? Yeah, 50s, 50s. yeah. Uh, of course, George Clooney. Everybody knows who George Clooney is. And his he dad comes from was, a famous family. His dad was uh, somebody, too. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah, his of course. But uh, he was also famous, and I can't think of. But anyways, he was uh, living in the shadow of a very famous family and managed to kind of carve out his own success using a different name which was uh, a hard thing to do, especially when you could be given anything. Oh, yeah, he uh, was a journalist, Nick Clooney. Nick Clooney is one of the characters in Good Night and Good Luck. Is it really? Yeah. Well, uh, so anyways, I just think that it's really uh, cool that he kind of went his own way to make his own his own way, mm-hmm. when he could have easily been given anything he wanted to, to be given. Yeah. 
and he always did pretty good stuff. Most notably from RoboCop, he was the guy that made RoboCop. Yep. And uh, he's also in Twin Peaks and a ton of other movies, often played in a villain, an asshole type villain yep. who was off screen, one of the nicest dudes. So we say uh, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Miguel Ferrer. Great character actor. And if you want to have yourself a little fun this night, fire up some RoboCop. Uh, unrated Paul Verhoeven approved edition on Blu-ray, and it, you'll have yourself a good evening. Yes, yes, you will. Yeah, uh, and if you want to have yourself an even better evening, you'll listen to these couple of trailers I got for you coming up in trailer time. We're gonna do that right now. I got two, two trailers, two oh, big ones. All right, biggins, as they call them. Is that what they do? Some. Mm. Uh, this one's a biggin. Um, oh, it that's missed, right. It sorry. missed uh, my generation by a hair. And when I mean by a hair, I probably could have went either way with it. A teat. Yeah, but uh, I the I space didn't. Space between us. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's the uh, Power Rangers that Mighty Morphin. Oh yeah, that was me. Yeah. They uh, they they were on, and occasionally I'd watch it, but I was old enough to go. I don't know about this show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cheesed up. Yeah. But I, uh, I really liked the Nintendo game that they had. And, I had uh, friends I really... who were not allowed to watch it because of the violence. Well, I really liked the Pink Ranger. Kimberly, yeah. She was an attractive lady mm-hmm. for my uh, young adolescent mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I'll watch it because of her. And they do karate. You know? Yeah, they also did a lot of like humanitarian stuff. Like they did, you know, there was an episode about recycling, yeah. and then they had to fight the trash monster. Yeah. You know, st- shit like that. It's like Ghostbusters, the cartoon. At least they didn't have to fight a Golgothan shit demon. Uh, they Remember may that? have actually. That, that was in uh, Dogma. That's Remember? right. Remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they had to take it out. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember a Golgothan shit demon in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You didn't watch it. You freely admitted it. But I did watch some. I remember there was uh, it went along for a while, and then when they decided to really shake shit up, like fucking Luke arriving in nine hundred two one zero to fucking like rock that that city, they added a, they had a fucking all these colored rangers, and then a white ranger showed up. Uh, the White special. Ranger was actually the second secret ranger. The and he green was special. Ranger. And then I was going to get to the Green Ranger, who is like the he was special. First. Oh, he was the first. I thought uh-huh. it was the other way around. Yeah. But I don't know this. Can I, can I yeah. ruin your whole life? No, let's hear it. They were both the same person. No. Totally. No way, dude. How, how is that possible? Yeah. Uh, well, I could explain it to you, but you really don't want me to. <laughs> I bet it's riveting. I'll tell you. Uh, it is. The Green Ranger was my favorite, though. I thought. I think it was everybody's favorite because yeah, he was different than all the other he Rangers. Drove the dragon. He was actually evil for a little bit really? in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that sounds like some pretty bitching stuff for a young adolescent mind. 
Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. He was bad, and then they had to figure out who the secret bad guy was. And then and he then became he... good, and then he had long hair, and yeah. then he turned white. Well, he like always Gandalf. had the long hair. He had, like, the ponytail. And then he was the White Ranger. And but had... he was the only of them with, with long ponytailed hair, though, except for the girl. Right, yeah. And, like, that was a big thing, because, like, Fabio and stuff with the I Can't Believe It's Not I Butter commercial. I don't know that that's why that was a big thing. All but the sure. girls loved it okay. back in the day. I, I can't believe right. it's not butter. Fabio, he had the hair. I remember, yes. Looked all silky mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And smooth. Yeah, silky and smooth. Like the butter that it, it couldn't believe was not right. butter. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, I did not know that the Green Ranger turned into the White Ranger. I thought that the Green Ranger was hot shit and the White Ranger came in and the Green Ranger was like, I'm hot shit. And White Ranger was like, nah, psh, I'm hot shit. No, and Green uh, Ranger might have fought and was like, no. The Green Ranger was a limited thing. And then he left, and then he came back, and then he left again, and was gone for a good considerable while, and then this new White Ranger showed up, and uh-huh. uh, they had to figure out who, who it was. Who and then was. to their surprise, indeed, it was the Green Ranger. Wasn't his yeah. name like Tommy or Tony or something? Tommy was, I don't remember what his last well, name was, but yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Uh, no, but he drove a dragon as the Green Ranger, and I think it was a lion or a, tiger, a cat, a, a puma of some sort, yeah. a large cat as the White Ranger. So, uh, anyways, it missed me, this uh, Power Rangers. But uh, And let me tell you something, too, about these Power Rangers, okay? This was so popular that the movie's not out yet, but they have put out, uh, a while back, they put out a series of Power Ranger Pops. Mm. People love them fucking Power Ranger Pops. They go crazy for all the colors and shit, because they all got their favorites, and everybody liked the black one, there's a yellow one, there's a a pink one, and And, uh, then, Funko's so fucking smart, they got the shit covered, believe me, I'm an addict, I know. Uh, they'll put out variants. Hey, this one's in metallic paint. You can only get it at uh, such and such at a Comic-Con. Right. I gotta have it. Mm-hmm. I gotta have it. Because it's the Green Ranger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hot Topic, I get something like a Pink Ranger or a Red Ranger and then five other stores to get five other different right. colors in different ways about it. But they got it down. Because uh, now they're the movie versions. You know what I'm saying? I do. And uh, people are flipping out over them. Uh, they love them. So... You know, more power to him. But the trailer came out this week, and as a person who didn't watch much, and when he did, thought it was kind (laughs) of, I'm too old for this. Uh, The trailer looks pretty rocking. rocking. Yeah. Uh, It really does look good. good. I was like, huh, this is a movie I would have no issues going to watch whatsoever. And was a movie when it was introduced, I was like, what? (laughs) And then they said uh, Elizabeth Banks was in it, and I was like, what? I think she plays the bad guy. She is, yeah, Rita something, yeah. Rita Skeeter or something. No, that's no, wait, that's yes. Potter, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, Rita is her name. And then they're like, and we've got Brian Cranston in this movie. I'm like, bullshit. Oh, oh I guess he is, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's like some face in the mist. Uh, he's uh, the dude that gives them their powers, man. Yeah, like Zornax or something, mm-hmm. which is also the name of the people that the Scientologists worship or something, or Tom Cruise or somebody like that. Uh, 
they worship what Zornax or they worship Tom Cruise. I'm not 100 percent sure. Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. Uh, uh, they don't really worship Zenu, anything. Clortho. Yeah, their their mythology is based on an alien dark lord named Lord Zenu. Yeah, and who more imprisoned on that in a whole a bunch of souls. Yeah, more on that in a bit. Fighting frizzies at eleven on Earth. It's gonna be wild, man. Uh, but we got to get through this trailer. DC-8 plane, sorry. Uh, Logan also put out a trailer, a damn good trailer, oh, an extended yeah. Red Band trailer, a four-minute long trailer that Ooh. some may say gives away too much. I say it gives away just enough to make it go, yeah. <laughs> All uh-huh. right. That's Because that's what I did. All right. Oh, but, there it is. Yeah, Logan. Real I good. Yeah. Real, real good. Mm. Uh, so I suggest everybody uh, check out Not rated. No, it's a red band, mm. which means curse curse word most likely. Mm. Yeah. So if you like cursing and you like Logan, you're gonna love it. Eh, he fought hard to get it rated R. He really good. did. Good. So those are the trailers I got. I don't know about you. Uh, I have one. What do you got? Uh, it's a documentary about a joke, not a particular joke, but actually, is it ever appropriate? To make fun of the Holocaust or use the Holocaust as comedy. Well, the general rule of comedy says it is appropriate because nothing is inappropriate. But whether that's received like it's supposed to be received is another question altogether. Yeah, and uh, other uh, things are, you know, other heavy topics are the discussed. Like AIDS. AIDS. Uh, no, this is called The Last Laugh. No, I know. I'm just saying. But yeah. I mean, if you want to know what's off limits, nothing's off limits. And if you say, yeah, huh, watch The Aristocrats. <laughs> and you will see. And uh, you'll say to yourself, wait a minute. Now, where did the blood come in? <laughs> now, if he's got an arm oh, like a God. longshoreman. Yeah. Uh, if you want to ruin your dinner uh, <laughs> and perhaps your your life, uh, check out The Aristocrats. Um, now, I, I, I kid a little bit, but it, The Aristocrats in and of itself is a long-running comedy gag. And uh, if, you've ne- if you want to see an interesting and very foul-mouthed uh, documentary, is it a documentary? It is. It's a documentary about a joke. Yeah, technically. Uh, yeah, but uh, this is this is a different joke. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's not a joke. It's about um, the you know just the ideas. What is off limits? What isn't off limits? You know, it has people. Uh, some of your favorite comedians: Mel Brooks, Sarah Silverman, Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Gilbert Gottfried, um, Judy Gold, Jeffrey Ross, uh, a whole bunch of Harry Shear, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, Sarah Silverman was another one of those comics at that super show that we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was, man, that would have been something. That would have been cool, I tell you. That's happening all the time. Now they do, uh, Joe Rogan now does a regular thing at the comedy store. He'll just like set up in the basement and start recording his podcast, and people who are doing shows upstairs can come down. He had Jeff Ross and a whole bunch of other people on this week. That would be a cool uh, spot Greg to get Fitzsimmon to record. Greg was in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, sounds awesome. Um, we're going to talk just very briefly about a couple of things here in our TV section, and we're going to get to the reviews. But uh, one of them is certainly very interesting, and um, it's going to sound like we're making shit up. But uh, we're probably not, as long as what we're being told is true. And we'll talk about that <laughs> briefly here in the TV time.
So uh, Leah Remini, <laughs> Leah, Leah Remini is an actress that's oh, in yeah. uh, many movies, uh, early two thousands, late nineties, stuff like that. Uh, even earlier in some aspects, but you probably would recognize her if you see her, if you don't know her by name already. She did a eight part uh, docu series. It was called. Oh, you kind of buried uh, the lead. She was the wife in the Raymond. No, I'm sorry, uh, King of Queens. King of Queens. That's the one. Yeah, yeah King of Queens. Um, and, uh, she was involved with the Church of Scientology for a very long time and had a very public and nasty split from the Church of Scientology. As most do. Yes. Uh, and she did a docuseries about it, which aired on A and E. And, um, I, uh, just because I never really thought about it. I had heard from the South Park episode that it was weird, and I was like, this can't (laughs) be uh, true, and it's like, and then it actually said, this is really what they believe, and I'm like, what the fuck? Tom Cruise in the closet. Yeah, uh, and damn, because uh, they are into some weird shit, and not only weird shit, uh, some morally wrong stuff um, here. Yeah. Um, This is basically a legal cult. Yeah. it seems. Well, actually, it's technically not is the real problem. But yes, you are correct. Well, when you when you say the word cult, they do a lot of the things most people think of when you say that word. But yeah. because they, in essence, hide behind the, the word religion, well, they, uh, they ex- are exempt from a lot of laws or have loopholes or something. No, well, they get tax-exempt status, so they don't pay taxes to the federal government. Um, but what they're doing is wrong but it's almost like it's wrong up to the line and when somebody sees it to where they're going to be like hey wait a minute what's going on here Uh, you know what i mean yeah and they have a lot of money a lot and when i say a lot i mean a lot yeah and i'll talk about that and there's a couple reasons for that there is and one Um, of them pisses me off (laughs) um but because of that they are able to use the american legal systems to their advantage so check this out so much so that they basically extorted the irs into giving them tax-exempt status and check this out this is this even goes beyond any of that this is this is some bullet points of a crazy series that i just want you to check out because i can't go over everything there's eight episodes they're an hour long each and there's a lot of heavy shit going on in these episodes so i'm going to give you a couple of bullet points of what i found out from the church uh and if i could use air quotes here uh, i i would uh, a church of Scientology, yeah. if uh, any of our listeners are Scientologists, well, I don't know how you found this show, uh, but uh, sorry. Uh, well, it's you like some, movies, that's for sure. It's some pretty nutty stuff. Yeah. Um, and when I say nutty stuff, you go, well, what are you talking about? And I say nutty is in, I'm like, how is this legal? Because say me and J-Rod, uh, are, we... Uh, we are uh, brothers from another mother's in, in podcast life and in, in friendship, but say me and J-Rod are real brothers of the same blood, of the same ilk, so to speak. And me and J-Rod have the Kenny same... Folk. Yeah, and have the, we have the same dad and the same mom, and me and J-Rod mm-hmm. are brothers, mm-hmm. and our friend Robin is our uh, sister who lives out west. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And together, we are... 
a family, okay? And uh, we'll, we'll call him Father Webb, friend, sister Robin, and brothers, Simp and J-Rod, uh, are brought into the Church of Scientology mm, through their right. parents, yeah. okay, at a younger age. And the parents are doing what they're supposed to do, which is called auditing, and um there's another thing too where um there's like a you can join a c org which means c organization um yeah which yeah. is direct for l ron hubbard or his minions which i'm not going to get too it far was, into it's different now, yeah, but yeah. And, and the and the whole thing this will break it all down for you but the long and short of it is 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 me and and brother j ron and sister robin and father webb are all in scientology J-Rod and, and myself grow up in the Church of Scientology. Uh, J-Rod is like, hey man, this shit is not right. Because J-Rod is the conspiracy theorist of the two of us. He is to yeah. know if somebody yeah. is fucking with him. And he's like, hey, these guys are fucking with me. And they're fucking with you. And they're fucking with Father Webb and Sister Robin. Right. And this is not right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. I'm giving you the chance to come with me. You need to come with me. Grab Father Webb. I'm grabbing Sister Robin. We're going to get the fuck out of Dodge. And when you say that, you say, no big deal, but these people are literally leaving behind a lifetime of anything. Yeah. And if I, who am say I'm into the church, mm-hmm. and I'm one of the people that does all the audits, and on the flip side of this, J-Rod said, hey, man, there's some really funny shit going on here. And I'm like, no, J-Rod, you haven't been auditing enough, and you haven't bought the right amount of books and everything else. And, you, and, and as a listener, you might say, books? Huh? Well, they force them to buy all these materials, okay? And each time they get these materials and master the, the materials they get, they move up a level, and they have to get new materials. And you say, well, clearly these well, materials are yeah, provided. You, you move. It's a combination of the materials and the auditing. Yeah. It's at, all going on at the to, same time. Together, you move up, and yeah. each way, each level there's new materials. And uh-huh. you say, okay, cool. Uh, hand me my materials, and I'll get started. Oh, no, 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 no. We need you to buy the materials. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I got 50 bucks, 100 bucks. How about we talking here? They're like, we need four thousand dollars uh depending on your level yeah say say what now Mm -hmm. uh entry level four thousand dollars uh are you serious yes sir uh okay well let me figure out what i gotta do to come up with the four thousand dollars eight thousand if you want to get your your wife involved uh, and then so on and so yep. on. And then on and on it goes. And say one gets to a high level, a level seven. Now, me, me and Brother J-Rod, we'll get back to that in just a second. <laughs> I'm going through the problem, through, through the program. Brother J-Rod says I'm crazy. Uh, and I say, no, no. I'm going through the program, man. I'm a level seven, bitch. You know what that means? I'm badass. And somebody comes in and says, well, hey, man. Yeah, if you're OT7, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty... saying. I'm like, I'm OT7, bitch. You know what I mean? I got a key. I'm almost to the bridge of fucking transgressions or whatever the fuck, or translucency or whatever the fuck it is. And you say, huh? that's a real fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'm all the way up until some guy comes in and he says, uh, Brother Simpson, we've noticed that uh, when you were going through all of your one through seven ascension we fucked up somewhere in there and we wrote it wrong so we're gonna need to bust you all the way back down to level one you're gonna need to rebuy all the stuff but since you've already done it you should be able to get back up the ladder pretty quick 
But you're going to go ahead and need to redo all that for us, if you would, please. And we're going to need you to re-audit, and we need you to go hold on to these cans, they call them, which is a basically weird-ass lie detector test. It's an, it's an e-meter. It's one-third of a lie detector test. This is, is why we is. have Brother Jay right here, folks, yeah, so he can tell us how it's bullshit. <clears throat> And uh, it is. It's a load of shit. A lie detector measures the conductiveness of your hands, i.e. your sweaty palms. So now we're to the point now where J-Rod is like, I, I come back and I'm like, Brother J-Rod, this is crazy. And you're like, motherfucker, I've been telling you it's crazy <laughs> for two years now. Uh, I'm like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, cool, we got to go get Sister Robin and Father Whip. And they're like, you boys is nuts uh we ain't doing any of that well Well, we can't stay yes okay you say that but what they really say is well you obviously are experiencing excessive thetans and you need more auditing yes and so you're still like fuck that then they have they have a term for you they they declare you a suppressive uh, what is it yeah a suppressive person an sp yeah and 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 tell them what that means jay ron if you're a suppressive person Uh, well it it means you work against the church you're you're an enemy of the church basically and there are people who are automatically suppressive people like psychologists and psychiatrists because they actually know that this is fucking crazy which was really awkward for nicole kidman and tom cruise when they were married because her dad is like a really well-renowned psychologist in australia Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um anyway yeah, uh, and so... More details on that in the HBO documentary, Going Clear. And so, me and J-Rod are labeled suppressive people, so that means if we did share parents now, if those parents were to talk to us, not not, not anything, like just say, hey, hey, J- hey J-Rod, then, then guess what? Hmm. They fucked up. Yeah. And oh. then they get called suppressive people. Right. No and matter then what. nobody talks to them. And then nobody talks to them. So you're it's, like, okay. It's an old school shunning ritual, yeah. which happens. And you say, I don't want to ruin my parents' religion. lives, so we're going to go, and we just can't ever talk to our family again. Because if we do, there's a good chance it's going to ruin their lives. Because yeah. they're not young enough to recover. They're too old to leave. So what do they do? I mean, what, do you give up all your comforts for something that you might not be able to replace? Or um, you get labeled, um, if you don't, I mean, the, the, the situation you describe where getting knocked down all the levels is the best case scenario. So what they also do is um, they will, the your auditing takes kind of a turn, and they will start asking you about, you know, oh, what was that blip? What were you thinking about just there? And they take you back through um, previous lives. So not only do you have to kind of atone for your life now, you have to atone for all your previous lives as well. And somebody says, hold the phone, previous life. Yes, they believe that your body is just a vessel for the life that you're living now. When that vessel is ready to expire, then you move on to a different state of being yeah your soul is this thing called a thetan this is all layman's terms so we can all understand what we're talking about and it attaches itself to a body and the thetan that a host 
that, yeah, that allows you to experience life. The thing that makes you you is a thetan, and when you die, it will uh, disattach from your host body and go find somewhere else to attach to. Here's the kicker. Okay, so the grand mythology is Lord Zeno captured all these. He thought his galaxy was overpopulated, so he rounded up all these uh, people and uh, put them on planes and froze them. And they were all uh, spacecraft that looks remarkably like DC-8s, which are planes from the 60s and mm-hmm. 50s. And he flew these space planes uh, to Earth, coincidentally enough, and threw these bodies, uh, frozen bodies, into volcanoes. These volcanoes erupted and killed the th- people, but their thetans were released into the atmosphere. They can't escape the planet, but they have nowhere to attach, so they wander uh, Earth aimlessly until people are uh, created, and then they're able to attach themselves to the host body of a human, and that is how we experience life. I wish I could say he's making it up, and if you say not, just type in South Park Scientology, and you'll basically see an animated video. It's of called what Trapped just in the Closet. To. Yeah, yeah uh, it's fucked up. So I'm just yeah, saying. I'm sorry. I, I actually didn't get to finish my point. So um, if if we're uh, uh, in that auditing session and they start taking a turn and it, it goes really bad, then they'll put us in mandatory auditing, which is basically a work camp. Yeah. Um, and you get paid like 40 cents an hour and you have to clean toilets with toothbrushes and, and they go through every aspect of your life. Yeah. While you do it. And there's a large speculation that this is how they keep a lot of people in Scientology because you're basically going through therapy and when you try to leave or you try to do something, they extort you or blackmail you and say you will do X for church or we will tell your wife or the world that you told us this in an auditing session and we have videotape and audio tape of it. Yeah. Because they actually do video record not just the sessions, they record the person in the session and they record the e-meter in each session as well. Yeah. There's a whole complex built for this specific purpose. Pretty messed up stuff. Yeah, and the thing of it is, too, so all of this money that they gain, they need to spend, they can't take in a profit, otherwise they wouldn't be able to claim their tax-exempt status. So they use almost all of their money to buy real estate around the world. And they have a lot of real estate. Around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're right up there with the ch- like uber-rich Chinese people. Yeah, they are massively wealthy. Yeah. Uh, and you can find out uh, a, a lot of this stuff is j- basically just through two things that we watched. I watched the eight-part series with Leah Remini, and J-Rod watched an HBO documentary mm. called... Going Clear. Yeah, Going Clear. So if you want to know more about that, uh, it's there. Check it out. It's it's fascinatingly, scarily interesting. Yeah, the only thing I didn't really know... I mean, you learn a lot of details, which are shocking and amazing, but the only thing I didn't really know is at the time amazing I watched Amazing and not the good way. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, that... Uh, uh, how actually old Scientology is. I didn't realize that it goes yeah. back decades. It, it was, goes way back. Yeah, to like the 50s. That's what Anna said, too, yeah. when we were watching. She's like, it goes back that far? I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. messed up. Yeah. 
Uh, it's pretty crazy stuff. What's not crazy is always sunny in Philadelphia. This week, it's very, very funny as it is every week. I'm never not going to say it's not funny because it's always fucking funny. This week's episode, I'm going to tell you the premise. And I'm going to tell you how much I laughed on a scale of one to ten. It's a show uh, about a show. Uh, this they one basically goes to they basically make a show where uh, they have cameras to see who's picking on who between Max's mom and Charlie's mom in their apartment. And to spice up the video, because it's a little boring, they decided that they're going to start adding in laugh tracks and music and basically make it a sitcom, <laughs> an 80s, 90s sitcom. And so they make, uh, and with guest appearances, with D, of course, who, who knows what's going on, who, who goes over there. And uh, it's just, uh, as, you, as you know, it, it just things build and build yeah. and build. And uh, it's awesome. It's not as funny as the episode before with the the water park, which, my God, the water park episode, it it was hilarious. It's so obvious. I can't believe they haven't done it before. Yeah, and it is so, so good. So good. Uh, best of the season so far in, in its young infancy uh, of this 12th season. But it's uh, proven to be pretty brilliant. Uh, and speaking of things that are pretty brilliant, find out whether these movies that we're talking about are brilliant or they're not in our main event, which is coming up right now. We have three movies this week. Um, one of them, or two of them, were expected. One of them was a bonus. Uh, I wasn't sure whether I would get to take out the silence or not, um, just because of of how limited it was playing, and I mean limited. Yeah. Uh, very limited. So I'm going to start with silence. Uh, then I'm going to go into Split, and then I'm going to go into The Founder. Um, so, silence. <laughs> <laughs> silence. So, I love Martin Scorsese. Do you? I do. I'm going to say this. Mm. This was a This was a beautiful, horrific, and somber film all at once. And I'm glad I saw it. I love Martin Scorsese. I always have. I will probably never watch this again. That doesn't mean you shouldn't see it. But if you go see this at theaters, you are a brave soul. Because mm. it's three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's three hours long with very little to any speaking. When they do speak, it wasn't in English. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hardly at all. Now, when it's Scorsese, I, I obviously j- joke around with J-Rod a little bit I, and, and say I don't like to read movies. That's not 100% true. If it's a mainstream movie that has a lot of things that are foreign in it, I don't mind it. I'm just saying it's not usually what I seek out. I'm um, not right. like, man, what's a great movie I could read tonight? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's not where the issue lied i just know that that could be an issue for many people um as this is it's not being marketed to a mass audience but just the name scorsese and the actors that are in it sound like it should be though (laughs) yeah uh the actors that are in it um it might say well maybe i should go see that and and i'm not saying it's a bad movie because i'm going to rate it high but i'm going to give it two different ratings Mm. because of it um this is a movie about uh japanese 
in Christian and Christianity uh, and Christianity being spread to a certain area uh, in Japan. And let's just say it doesn't go over well uh, there. And these uh, people in Rome are like, nah, it should. Uh, we're going to take our two badass priests, uh, Andrew Garfield and motherfucking Kylo Ren, and we're going to send them over there. And they're going to go make Please, sure. Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't oh, want to no. die uh, anymore because these Japanese folks are crazy <laughs> in the fucking 1700s. It's like the 1700s, too. So it's not just like, hey, they hop a plane to Tokyo. Okay. They what, set out months? by vessel. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and they, they, are, they go upon the great journey. Uh, not super great. It's from Rome to uh japan which is not as far but it's not like a couple months yeah it's not like this is gonna take three years by ship you know it's but like jayrod said it's a few months yeah and that's because you have to like go around so many countries like if you're going straight across like from england to america it's like three plus months and if they would have took the straight path they would get bloot right out the water uh from the japanese folk who weren't really kind to other people coming to their land and trying to tell them who they should worship so, I mean, not. Um, on, I mean, the Japanese, the Asian culture, particularly at that time, were very uh, introspective, shall uh-huh. we say? They were very guarded and it, were very protective of their culture. Yeah, this was the age of Shintoism in yeah. in Japan. And if you don't know anything about Shinto, well, I'm not going to tell you about that. But just you just, don't know yeah. Shinto is <laughs> yeah, what that, I'm telling right. you. Uh, but anyways, these people were trying to say, hey. Uh, almost typical America. Our way's better. Oh yeah, where do you think we got uh, it from? You guys don't worship, right? Let me tell you how to worship. Uh, and that's the whole reason <laughs> we came here. Yeah, and the Japanese are like, uh, nah. You see these little group of your little Christian friends here? Yeah, we captured them. Hey, you guys, you 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 priests. Yeah, we captured you. The guy that you came to get. Yeah, we broke his spirit and converted his ass. So uh, get used to it. And it's basically uh, this this priest's, uh, we'll call it journey. Uh, <laughs> and you see the awful ways that they are punished for spreading their word to the people. And it's not that they are, they are punished. They punish the people, therefore inflicting, uh, inflicting mental punishments. Right upon these guys and let me tell you something i've seen movies that have torture sequences and there's been some stuff that i was like yeah that'd be pretty nasty you know what i mean until i saw this i was like they did all you have to do what is read the diary of the priest that traveled with christopher columbus oh dude i'm gonna tell you right now the shit they did to these people Mm -hmm. uh I was like, that's when I say, you know, uh, it was a somber film and it was beautifully shot and it was also fucking horrifying. (laughs) And that is because of the brutality, and I mean it, Mortal Kombat brutality they inflicted Mm. upon their torture methods. And I'm not going to give you all of them, I'm just going to give you the simplest one. Okay, now uh, I'm going to break it down just like this. Um, if you don't know, maybe you don't, maybe you've never been on a farm, maybe you don't know how it works, but when you put a, a, a hay barrel together, it's not very heavy. 
if it rains and the hay barrel is outside and it soaks up all of that you mean rain, the bale, the, bail, the hay bale. Okay, sorry, yeah, yeah oh, the hay right. bale. You build, you you bale, you bale hay. You use your two arms. You chuck it. You go, yeah, that's a little heavy, but it's no mm-hmm. big deal. You set that that hay bale outside, mm-hmm. and it rains. Okay, yes, it does. You pick that up, and you probably don't pick it up without help, right. uh, because it's really heavy. It soaks up all that the water. Water is pretty heavy in general, so, actually. Believe it. Or it not. really is. Yeah. It really is it's like heavy. Eight um, pounds a gallon. And so what they would do is they would take a few of these uh, Christian Parisians uh, of the uh, the Japanese... <laughs> parishioners. Uh, parishioners of the Japanese Par- area. Parisians. Parisians is very <laughs> not different. Not from Persia. Yeah, not from Persia. This is Japanese here. Uh, and they would wrap these people in hay. Yeah. And then they would dip them in the ocean mm-hmm. by bits and bits and bits, upside fucking down. Yeah. So that it's... That's a good one. It's so heavy... That there's nothing they can do but drown uh, slowly, and it's awful. <laughs> and that's the nicest thing that they did yeah, in this movie. My, f- the f- my favorite one I ever heard was this: the Mongols used to do this when they would like <clears throat> conquer a new area. Like they would feed you really well for like two days, and then they would put you in a boat and like make it. But then put a boat on top of that boat, so your head was sticking out and your arms and legs were oh. sticking out, and you couldn't really move. And then they would send you out, mm. and you would obviously make a mess inside the boat because you were just eating really well for like two days. And then bugs would come in and would actually replicate so fast that they would eat all of the mess that you had created, and then the only thing left to do would to be to eat what's what's left yeah. in the boat and that's you motherfucker and let me say that they go way beyond that in some of the nice. stuff they're doing in this that's movie that's awesome so just know that there is that but it is uh few and far between but when you see it you're like ha, 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 oh my god yeah uh, that's good stuff. And then you're bored for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really the truth of it. Uh, and, and that's not really the case. If you're in, if you're in it for the shit, like I'm right. talking for the average viewer. If you're in it for the stuff like I am, there's traditional Scorseseisms. The way that some things are shot, the way that the cameras used, the way that he uses the natural natural light, the way that he uses natural like things like water and, and things like that. Uh, that's all there, and it's it's a really fine movie. But it's just hard to say, hey, this is one you need to get out and see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is one that would be much better watched at home. And I can't give this a rating for everyone. I give it a rating as a as a movie lover because of all the things employed. This was a movie he fought for 30 years to get made because it's not easy to say, hey, I got a movie about these guys that go over to Japan, convert everybody into Christians, and then they torture them. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like, so... They go there, they convince him to worship God. And Martin, then they you're good at the mobsters. At you do, do more of the mobster movies. People love those, yeah. Martin. They'll be like, so, so you're going to kill the people who accept God? No, I'm not just going to kill them. I'm going to brutalize them. I'm going to brutalize them, I tell you, because it's history. It's did, history, damn it. Did you ever read the shit these people do to each other? Oh, my God. Uh, read this book. Read this book. And they'll be like, uh, no, we ain't putting that on film ever. So he put it on his own film. I'll tell you what, you get yourself Robert De Niro to do anything on camera, I'll pay you to do it. <laughs> not even. 
even this. Uh, they'd be like, yeah, De Niro, we're going to have to say no. Put him in that. a tie, put, give him a New York accent, I'll let you do whatever the fuck you want to uh, do, Martin. I'll tell you what, uh, not even this. They're you, like, no. Nah. You would have said who? Adam Driver? And- no, they're going to call in every favor you need to call in because they're going to be like, I am not going to have anything to do You want me to send this. Kylo Ren and a fucking second rate uh, <laughs> Spider-Man? <laughs> That's right. We got Kylo Ren and Spider-Man. They're going to save the world <laughs> with Christianity. In Japan. In Japan in the 1700s. It's great. It's a great story. Uh, it is uh, It is something, but uh, it's. it takes a special... Um, you got to be prepared mm-hmm. to, to work your way through that. So just know that going in. It is a really great movie as far as how it's made and everything, but it's one I saw. I'm glad I saw it, but I don't know if I'll watch it again. Because A, it's a little boring, and B, it's kind of brutal. Uh, which normally I'm fine with, but I was like, damn, uh, with some of the stuff in that. And then that brings me to the second movie. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, has had a very successful and tumultuous relationship with Hollywood for a good long while. Strikes and gutters, dude. Yeah, strikes and gutters really applies to him because it was strike, strike, gutter, leaning towards a gutter, 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 gutter. <laughs> Uh, no matter what he did, he was just in a bad way where nothing he touched was any good mm-hmm. um, as far as commercially. He didn't yeah. make money with it. Uh, and they were like, when are you going to make a mega hit again already? You know, yeah. some people only make one. You made two back to back. We're expecting more. Uh, and you kind of let us down with that village thing that you did. Uh, people didn't get down with that. They were they barely hung with you for signs. You know what's going on here? And then they just were like, okay, you know, we get after Earth. That's what we get. We give up. Yeah. When your thing becomes, so I do movies with gimmicks. Yeah. That, that's never a good recipe. Yeah. And then they tried hiding his name from movies, and it still failed. Yeah, and yeah. then they're like, well, shit. And then he did <laughs> after Earth, and then they're like, this is the gutter of gutters. Uh, and then he, I think he realized, and that's when he started doing things. And didn't allow his name to be put on it anywhere and didn't allow anybody to know about it. And then things kind of got good word of mouth. And they're like, oh, he had something to do with that? They're uh-huh. like, yeah, we didn't want to tell y'all motherfuckers because <laughs> this is a true story. Me and Anna both would see a preview. We'd be like, what's this? Ooh, that looks pretty good. What is going on here? And then it'd be like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. We'd be like, all right, fuck this. <laughs> you know, because like you said, what's the gimmick going to mm-hmm. be or whatever? Mm-hmm. He's past that now. Well, um, kind of. He's kind of revisited not, it almost. It's not... Uh, yeah, I shouldn't say he's he's past that being his whole thing. Yeah, he has made a, a more complete movies now with a little bit of that that's not in your face enough to even ruin anything. Yeah, there's a difference between a twist and a gimmick, though. Yeah, you know, uh, and this is the best movie he's made since Unbreakable. So, oh, wow. um, it's pretty good. Um, it's, the, it's critically and audience wise. Is it aliens? Because it's almost always aliens. <laughs> they can be killed by water. Um, and that's that's the funny thing about the village. People were pissed because it wasn't fucking aliens. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the happening where things could be killed by yeah. air. It's yeah. like, so you kill the aliens with water. You kill the things in the happening with air or flowers <laughs> or some shit. It's like, dude. Uh, quit the gimmicks. Like, seriously, we don't, not everything needs to be. But, anyways, uh, Split is one, uh, person, James McAvoy, who you recognize from the X Men films. 
uh, and others, many others. Um, and he is a person with multiple personalities. And he plays, uh, it's billed as 23 different roles, but it's really only four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's 23 personalities, but you see four of them. Yeah. So don't let it be, okay, cool, I'm going into this movie and I'm going to see this dude play 23 different people. Because that's what I thought. And oh, I, yeah, yeah I, I was like, well, that's what they're billing it as. That's what it's going to be. It's not quite that. There's, I guess there's more than four, but it's not 24 people. Yeah. You know I, what I, I mean? I got the impression that there was mostly like five or six. Yeah, and I don't even think there's that many. Mm-hmm. But the characters that are there, he does great work. It's an actor's dream to be able to do this. And if you're a good actor, you can do it really well. If you're a bad actor, it could be really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to read the audiences from it because some of the characters and some of the things, some of the audiences were young and they were laughing at things. I don't necessarily think we're supposed to be laughed at. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's always the best. So uh, I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I know that I don't usually have a Friday evening where I can go to a film. Yeah. Um, usually I have to do mine on Thursday. And you know the audiences on Friday nights are different. Oh, uh, yeah. And I don't get to experience that much. And it's a much younger audience mm-hmm. than I'm used to. And so I think that had a lot to do with it. But I think everybody left enjoying it, and it was packed. And yeah. I mean packed. It was almost almost sold out. I think and, you know, people are far enough beyond the holidays. They're starting to go out again. This was the first thing that wasn't like an Oscar. Oh, my God, how long are they just going to keep talking? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, a more wide widespread movie here. Yeah, um, it's a little horror, so you're definitely past the holidays. You're like, fine, get that shit behind us. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you wanted to know, you're like, well, dang, this guy's playing these people. How, how many people is he playing and can he do them all well and different and all that? Yeah, and, and kind of you have you, okay, so what is the gimmick? Yeah. And you're like, what is going on here? I <laughs> yeah. want to know what's happening here. And so, uh, yeah, so check out that movie there. I, I give it a, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a four star on that. It's the lower end of the four star. You know, uh, mm. but it's it's still worth it. I'd say probably realistically it's more of a three and a half, but because mm-hmm. of Shyamalan and all of his battles, you know, I, I bump it up to a four. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I say good on him. He's on a he's on a bit of a roll, and uh, I hope he can keep it moving with forward progress. I'd really like to see that Unbreakable sequel. I really would. Yeah, that would be nice. And that brings us to our final film. The founder. Uh, I have made it no secret on this uh, very podcast. Michael Keaton. Love him. One of my favorites. Pretty good. I liked him in The Batman. Liked him in yep. The Beetlejuice. Liked yep. him in The Clean and Sober. Liked yep. him in The One Good Cop. Liked mm-hmm. him in all kinds of shit. Jackie Brown. Oh, Jackie Brown, Mr. Mom, all that. Mm. Uh, I, I do enjoy him. Multiplicity. Uh, I'm just throwing out Michael Keaton movies. I've not seen everything he's ever done. Gung-ho. Uh, I'm just saying I've seen a lot. Uh, and he's pretty good in most of them. Mm-hmm. I enjoy his intensity. Uh yeah and that's what he brings to this uh he's not being michael keaton which is hard for michael keaton to do anyway yeah um and he's playing a real guy i don't know enough about ray Kroc to know if he's doing a good impression if he looks a lot like him you know Mm -hmm. i just know this that before this movie mcdonald's okay somebody says who invented mcdonald's ray Kroc. 
Mm-hmm. I see, I go to the restaurants, I see the plaque, it says Ray Kroc, that's who invented McDonald's. I never even knew there was a, a pair of McDonald brothers Oh yes, that invented the first McDonald's and the system of how modern fast food is done. Mm-hmm. It was created by one of the two well, brothers, they, and they made it a reality. They just adapted the Ford model to a restaurant. And created some unique things that Machinery, weren't invaded yeah. yet, invented yet they, that made that possible. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that um, because of Ray Kroc. And that's how you know you're a good businessman is McDonald's has been in business for forever. He wasn't lying when he said, I want to make McDonald's the next great American church. He kind of did. Yeah. And uh, I never, he was so big into self-promotion and so good at promotion that I never knew it was never not his idea. Ever. Ever. And there's uh, one of the old school McDonald's, like from the 50s, Uh that they left intact. It's in the Des Plaines. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his, Ray Kroc's first franchised Mm -hmm. McDonald's. And they left it as is. And so I imagine they did a lot of filming there. Because it's not often you can go to one of those... No, there's a couple Old of them. McDonald's. Uh, I used to, one of the theaters I used to work at was right by the uh, national headquarters. And so we had the McDonald's store. It had all the new shit. Like yeah. the, all the experimental shit, all the new machines. They had the Mick Cafe like five years before they really? started putting them out. Well, and I always thought, too, because, A, I, I, in Illinois, I always see it, and it's Ray Kroc from Illinois. I was like, McDonald's was invented in Illinois. Nope. No. California, yeah. San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, huh, how about that? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I found all that out through this movie. Great performances, really a wonderful, uh, interesting story of business. And I don't mean wonderful as in this guy was roses and fucking uh, something else nice. <laughs> I mean, this guy Sunshine was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, we walked out of that movie, and it was the first thing Anna said to me. She's like, that was good, but he's a fucking asshole. That Ray Kroc. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. That's how you get business That's done. exactly what I was just going to say. Most yeah. great businessmen are not going to be good buddies with you. Uh, you know? Yeah. They're, they're just not. That's not how they're wired. And it kind of shows you that. You know, in order to be one of those billion-dollar thinkers, you got to be a bit of an asshole. That kind of goes back to our Steve Jobs. Well, uh, in order you know. to cut throats and and basically legally swindle and steal and do the backroom dealings that need doing to make that kind of money as quickly as it had he made it well especially that late in life and not everybody can be that kind of person that's exactly what i'm uh, getting at yeah it's it's uh yeah i just i couldn't do it you know it's probably why i'm not a billionaire yet probably yet but yes. it's coming uh but no this i don't need this is one of those movies i don't need to tell you this is good you know this is good from the previews that you're going to see mm. you're like this looks good mm. then you go and you check on the internet and you see your your metacritic score and you see your rotten tomato score and you and say you see hey, it. this looks great yeah and you see it certified fresh and you go hot damn uh should i go see that or should i go see split or should i go see silence and i say this you can definitely knock silence out of there because I, I, I promise you, you're going to want to watch that at home. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just telling you, you're going to want to watch it at home. And then it comes down to the founder and split. Maybe if you can only, if you can only, no, <laughs> no, dude, no. 
You do not want to watch Silence with Friends. Because seriously, there's some shit going on in that movie that when you see it, you're going to be happy there's nobody else around because you're going to be like, "Ah, oh, Oh. and you're going to be like, this is not, you know, a a fun movie to watch with your buds. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a movie about some awful serious shit. You know what I mean? You're not going to be switching laughs and and locking elbows, you know, (laughs) this movie. You know know what I mean? You're going to be like, this is fucking brutal. (laughs) <laughs> is is what it is so uh see it see it at home when you can or unless you're a really diehard scorsese guy and you can map out the time of going with the right mindset but good luck finding it because it is a three-hour show uh on a limited oscar release like this it's not easy <laughs> to find multiple showings of this um then I'd say go split, and then I'd say go the founder. I give the founder four and a half stars, and I put the founder up at 89%. I like the founder a lot. I'm a huge fan of Michael Keaton. I was a huge fan of wanting to know the story here. Um, I've been We've been talking about it for five months. I was really excited to see this movie, and it did not let me down. And when I can go in with expectations that big and leave more satisfied than I thought I would, then that's a real hit right there yeah so uh so get out and see the founder uh split i left going yeah okay you know <laughs> i thought it was going to be a little better but i it could have been way worse and i'm glad it wasn't yeah all right uh and uh it's a solid you know uh 75 to 78 percent solid you know three and a half stars all day long uh, but four Stu does not advertise but four because i i really like the multiple performances there so uh next week uh we're gonna go see that gold uh you know um but after that it's gonna be slim picking until about february 10th nice uh so we're gonna be seeing that gold i doubt we'll be seeing the resident evil not sure if we're gonna do the xander cage uh triple x i just don't know if that's gonna go down uh, or not not and say we did yeah uh, that's kind of where i'm at with it um so we'll be doing gold next week uh after that not sure uh and then after that we're gonna get john wick 2 and some of the other good stuff coming out and then uh power rangers uh coming out soon logan coming out on the third uh some good stuff coming out on the 10th uh so march (laughs) third Yeah, March third. Sorry, uh, of the late. It's the latest of the ones we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, exciting things uh, coming up. So, uh, in case I don't see you, uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.